Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And let's get it going. Look, I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah, I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. I'm just trying to spend the night with it. Yeah, I just want to be all right with it. Yeah. I can't believe that they survived a Scott Foster ref game when they were up two games to none in the series. And you have a Joel Embiid who, in terms of profile, is the bigger the biggest superstar in this matchup. Still, doesn't matter. That's how bad the Sixers are. You got a lot of foul calls, though. The Tice stuff, I, I know the war the, the on Tice. The Tice one was awful. That was the, the one they reviewed. was The fact that they still call that a foul is ridiculous. The one around uh, Embiid's hip? No, the one, the one that they re- Brad reviewed on Tice and beat in the post. He he like hooked him with his elbow. The, the second, the yeah, that was the one where it where um Tice's arm was around and beat tip, but that was it was the second to last foul, fifth foul. Yeah, but that was yeah, that, that was not a foul. That's an that was not a foul. foul. That was not a foul. But I wouldn't. Yeah, it was not a defense foul. But I will say there are a few times where Scal is quick to say, "Oh, that's not a foul. That's not a foul." And then we, when you go back and watch it and you see yeah. them kind of reach in over the top a little bit. And Tice does that. There are at least twice. It's at least like twice a game with him where he gets a foul on that. And, it's, and well, he gets upset. But it's like, yeah, well, that's, you that's, do it every time. That's what's pissed me off about Tatum. He's done. I mean, now, granted, if it was like LeBron, I don't think LeBron could commit a felon and uh, – a felony, I'm sorry. You can commit a felony and and literally not be called for a foul. But like Tatum, Tatum's gonna be smarter. Like he he all those three fouls were legit fouls he had in the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, first quarter was it the first quarter? I don't remember what. First quarter. Was, he didn't yeah. play at all in the second quarter, which is another thing. But like all those were legit fouls. Now should they have been called? Pro- like any other probably big NBA superstar doesn't get a foul call there. They I don't know. They they would just turn away. But. Anyways, he's got he's just got to be smarter. He just this is the second game in a row, and he doesn't. I feel like he's done this a lot. It's kind of his mo. He just he picks up these silly ass fouls when he doesn't need mm-hmm. to, and and it ended up screwing him over in the long run because he just he obviously took a while to get into a rhythm. Or he never really even got into a rhythm. Nine of sixteen, two, he didn't get a rhythm from deep. Two of nine from three, uh, finished yeah. with fifteen points. He had four blocks, six boards. But you know what, Matt? The thing is that we look at all three of these games. If there's one theme, at least from the negative side with the Celtics, is that they have started off slow 
each game, or at least the Sixers have started off stronger, I guess. They always fizzle out, but they don't have that energy. And I just get worried when, when we look at the Raptors series because I think it's inevitable at this point. Both teams are up three games to nothing. The Sixers have nothing to play for at this point because they have no pride. And the Nets are working their ass off, <laughs> really, but they don't have really. they don't have Joe Harris. So they don't. I don't think they have much of a chance to win a game. I mean, they no, got they blown don't. out of the building again in game three. I hope you didn't go and bet on that one because I told you that nope, one was going to be. I, bet I took the Raptors. Okay, cool. smart man. Um, but when I look when I look at uh, the Celtics, if they go and start off slow or or struggle to find their rhythm or make more importantly make a lot of mistakes against the Raptors to start off games, that's going to be a very quick second round exit for them because the Raptors play for the most part mistake free basketball and they have that pest Kyle Lowry where if you make the slightest mistake, I saw Justin Anderson set a screen on him today, clean as a whistle screen, and somehow Lowry acted his way into an offensive foul. And so they got to make sure they don't, they can't do that stuff early on consistently like they have been. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. And Tatum's going to stop floating, doing those stupid floaters. I'm going to, I'm going to throw something (laughs) at my TV. Dude, (laughs) does that not bother you? Like it really, it really irks me because I don't get it off, bro. You're whoever is telling you to do that. Whatever, whoever your trainer is and tells you to work on your float. Dude, you're six, eight. You're not Kemba. Kemba has to float it. You're six mm-hmm. eight, dude. Just go go dunk it on someone or lay it up. Don't, you don't need to float it. What what are those floaters? Yeah, They're pissing me off. I I I let. I... I it mean, when he was me when he was struggling to finish at the rim early in the season, I could tolerate the floaters a little bit because he just seemed so tentative every time he went to the rack. But now you, I thought you were past it. I mean, we've seen plenty of games where he looks fine going to the rim. He's drawing contact. He's still finishing. Yeah, Doesn't do matter. That. I don't know where this is coming from at all. I'd rather see him pull up. I mean, uh, we, you and I don't care about the mid range stuff. I'd rather see him pull I, I, up. No, I'd rather just see him just go to the rim and try to get fouls. Like the floaters thing just drives me bananas. No, like, I, at I, least, I, J- I at least Jalen Brown goes and racks it. Like he, he just goes up and either hammers it or like mm-hmm. he's going to the rim. Right. But, and he, he didn't have his best shooting night either, but he still finished with what? 21 points. Second on the team. Kemba was the only one that beat him out. Most importantly with Jalen Brown, Eight of nine from the free throw line. He's getting nine trips. Marcus Smart was the closest to him after he had six trips. Other than that, no one had more than two. And I and I and we I think we talked about it either late in seeding play or right before the the playoffs started. How Brad Stevens said at the beginning of the year, Jalen Brown was the best returning guy in terms of getting to the free throw line. And now I think you can trust him pretty much fully to if he's going to get there, he's going to finish as well. Sorry, I got the ESPN stats pulled up, but I think you can trust that he's gonna he's gonna finish, um, or he's gonna be tr- he's gonna be trustworthy late in games, um, or even if he's struggling with his shooting. So I mean, that's that's a huge he his growth for this team has been huge in so many different ways. Whether it's helping Tatum in kind of alleviating some of the pressure off him, or um, just in general, he's a guy you can trust in more or more ways than one on the offensive end. Yeah. I- I think after watching this game too, what worries me about the next series is like lack of scoring. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. I know Toronto's playing Brooklyn today, but Toronto's just got got they got so many guys that can score, right? And it's they have we just don't yeah. we just don't have that. We just don't even if Gordon Hayward. I think obviously Gordon Hayward would help, but like it's even more than that. They got guys that come off the bench and fill it up. Like I don't feel like we have any of that. 
No, not at all. Marcus Smart is the closest. Marcus Smart and Ennis Cantor are the closest things to that. And if Ennis Cantor gets 10 points, that's a yeah. productive day for him. And Marcus Smart, the way he's been shooting well, lately, good it God. It doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. Well, that's not. He I was 4 of 8 today. I'll give him that. But that's yeah, it. But, and he made unbelievable defensive plays. Like, he's just. Right. But the, but what you're talking awesome. about, you don't have yeah, you just you need that. offensive guys. It's just not like yes, he does that, but we still need offensive guys. So just to look at what the the Raptors did today. Siakam uh, finished in double figures. Lowry did. Van Vliet did. Ibaka had 20 uh, off the bench. And we trade uh, Wan- I, I'd love to trade Wana. I would love to trade Wanamaker for uh, uh, Van Vliet. I love Van Vliet. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. He had I'd 22 today, five and five. He's a, he's, he's a beast. I love. How him. about Serge though, dude? 20 and 13. Yeah, he was. Well, he was hitting like bombs too. Yeah, I, that's going to be a rough one though. When they, it, I'm telling you, it's a tough matchup. I just, especially with Gordon Hayward hurt too. I that's I just the thing. Watched, I just watch. Yeah, I mean that doesn't help, but I just watch them and I'm like, I. I mean, obviously we played them in the. Uh, you know, seeding games and we handled them, but they also had been like five and zero or six and zero. They would do for like a dud, and they did. But mm-hmm. damn, man, they, they just they shoot the crap out of the ball, and they just got guys that can fill it up. So that they that's do. what makes me nervous. The thing though with with them, or at least with the Celtics, is they can shoot the shit out of the ball too. They can hang right with them when Tatum, Brown, and yeah. Kemba are all on fire, but are or all clicking. The problem is you need to you need that pretty much every single night yeah. and then maybe someone else is going to step up as well and yeah, that's not, that's yeah no i'm i agree with you i don't i don't think tatum and brown and i mean i think they've been pretty solid like kemba today was awesome closed out the game with the shot like that's what he does so it's really not those three i mean that's our only our consistent scoring you just need uh like in game two uh you know guys stepped up and that and unfortunately we're going to need that going forward like every game we can't like they didn't the bench really didn't have that impact today scoring like it did in game two but and that's why we barely won but mm-hmm. that's what we're gonna need going forward we like semi ogelite played tonight i think oh, i think i think his <laughs> i think his body was on the court but he was on the floor at one point yes that is correct what in the hell did he do in those minutes i don't think he got I, what is the stat? Can you pull up those stats? did he do any get one stat did he get one stat did he, well i, I was actually looking one. at Tice's numbers because he's not doing much offensively either. And I understand that he's not, you're not expecting him to go out and score 15 a game, but he's not shooting well from three either. But I look at Shemmy's real quick, real quick, um, 12 minutes, all of one. He took a three pointer and he did not log any other stats. Yes, other than they, a foul. I knew it. I knew it. I mean, yep. come on, dude, 12 minutes. You can't even get a defensive rebound. You can't get in the sit. Like he doesn't do anything. Yeah, Canner was on the floor for 14 minutes. He had six boards. He had um, and he had six points, three of six from the floor. Who was that? You say Canner? Th- that's Canner. Yeah. What? Did, I mean, Grant Williams played decent minutes. Grant Williams. They got Grant keep Williams him. has stepped up big time, shooting three. I saw. Um, I think it was Jake King said Grant Williams still has not missed a three pointer in the playoffs, which is true. In his uh, in his few yeah. games, he was one of one that today. Confidence. Seven points off the bench. I mean, that's the most production you're getting right now. It's him, Canner, Wanamaker had five, and then Romeo Langford had two in 11 minutes. So Grant Williams is your guy right now. But for Daniel Tice, I mean, he had eight points, 0 for 3 from 3, though. That's the one that's the killer. That's where you need him to drop one, at least one a game. Um, because otherwise, the Raptors, they are going to have no reason to respect him at the end of it all. And last game, he went 0 for 2. And then game one, he was 1 for 5. Yeah, from I three. mean, he just, he just, there's something up because he's not even, he usually looks confident when he's shooting it. He, 
or like he just catches it and shoots it. And I feel I feel like he's like thinking about it too much now. I yeah. don't know what the deal is, but he's off big time, and it's a problem. And he and I don't know and I don't know what it is, but that's something that needs to be fixed. And I think his defense has been not as good as he typically is. He just there's some decisions that he's making that he doesn't normally make in that where he's reaching over the top and leaning forward. And yeah. even Scal saying it. it takes Scal seeing it like two three times. Oh my God, Matt. He, okay, you know the foul. Um, it ended, I think it ended up being called a foul, right? When Josh Richardson went up and um. And it was Daniel Tice tried to block him, and then he ended up hitting him. Did you see that play? I think it was Nally. Yes. Oh, I did see okay. that. Yeah, so that was, yeah. was, I, was, I, was I seeing things, or did that hit the glass before Daniel Tice blocked it? I thought it hit the glass. I mean, Thank you, because Scal's over there saying it's a clean block and everything, and I was like, wait a second. Am I, am I losing my, my shit right now? Because I thought it, it was- it, I thought it was goaltending. Yeah, I I didn't think it was a foul. I didn't understand the end one thing. I that's that's team. fine. That's fine. But I, it was one thousand percent goaltending. I I just yes. I just I couldn't. I didn't understand even when they were explaining why it was an end one. I I had no idea what the hell they were talking about. That that's a whole other thing. That I'm not arguing once with him necessarily. Once it was it was the goaltending was called. That's it. The play's dead. Right. The goal. Yeah. Agreed. The fo- Absolutely. The foul has the foul has to happen first before the goaltending. I I would. That one was not called by Scott Foster, oddly oh, enough. Sh- shocking, because he you makes know what, though, all the calls down the stretch. In fairness, where I'm critical of Tice for reaching over the top, the last time he was called for the foul, it was Scott Foster who called it from the freaking three-point line. Oh, yeah. It, oh, God. Dude, at the end of the game, he makes all he makes all the calls. He, he makes all the big – I mean, he's literally out so of the three-point line at half court making calls because that's what – I don't know how you can live with yourself like that. Bro, like I'm you're you. you're you're the guy. Like you're you're that guy, and everybody knows it. When you, I mean, if anybody, if everybody well, play, bet on the pictures play, tonight, that's the only thing. I, that's the only quality I like about James Harden because he hates Scott Foster as much as I do. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I would say that makes you guys kindred spirits. But that's that just make, me. It's why we're sort of friends, right there. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, look at that. You two are tight now. Who knew? Matt and, but he's. Matt and but I, I've Harden. heard. I mean, I've read that he's just not a likable ref like i guess he's he's an asshole like and players don't like talking to him because he just doesn't listen like he just like he makes Mm -hmm. all the calls and that's it i mean i get the nba guys that's what's funny i've read someone else on twitter tweeted this um and it's funny because they do do it now all the time like the first quarter the ref makes like a bad call they got it and the guy's going like this like to review it review it to uh their coach or whatever it's like every call every call is wrong yeah so i mean yep. it's i get it, i get it. it's a lose-lose job in the nba being right the of course but scott boss is the worst yeah he's the worst now one and, other quick aside um i saw kai carlin tweet this out and i don't now we're both watching the nbc sports boston broadcast i don't know if this is from the tnt broadcast or if this is from i guess it would be i think it's nbc sports philadelphia that carries the sixers games but kai tweeted this out I think our crowd has helped us. This is a quote from Brett Brown. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think our crowd has helped us. And I, the virtual and I think, crowd. And I think Brett Brown will be back in Maine on Monday morning. He is. Is he from Maine? Yeah, he's a Maine guy. Okay, he's, he's a Maine guy. Okay, I knew he was a New England guy. All right. Yeah, I mean, this he's done, man. I mean, I'm watching <laughs> Al Horford screaming at him at points in the game. I never saw him do that with Brad Stevens. Not once. They had the. He has. He, he, he doesn't have these guys at all. He's lost no, the room. No, but, they, they, but they, like you like you said though, which is sad, is you know these guys are professional basketball players. They got no pride. None. 
<laughs> None whatsoever. I, I mean, mean Tobias you, Harris. You, you texted me and said it perfectly. You said Tatum didn't play his whole second quarter, and they're still losing. <laughs> oh my God, we totally glossed. They, that totally yeah. glossed over all that too. I mean, that's look. The, I mean, the, it's the, embarrassing. The, there are concerns going into the Raptors series. The first quarter is has been the biggest concern, I think, throughout the first three, throughout all three of these games against the Sixers. But when it comes down to it, the 76ers could not take the lead into going into halftime against the Celtics when they didn't, even though you don't have Ben Simmons, the Celtics didn't have Jason Tatum, who has been the best player in this series. And then Gordon Hayward, who no matter what anybody says is an important player to have out there. You didn't have either one of those guys and you still couldn't take advantage of it. The Sixers suck is what it comes down to. They had, they had every, I mean, they had every chance to win today's game. I mean, the refs kept them in it. The Celtics also didn't play well. And mm-hmm. they still couldn't win the game. I mean, this was their game to win. I mean, got, it's get the brooms out. Yep, get the brooms out. It's all done. I I think Ty was the one. I have the predictions here. Original I predictions. Said, what did I say? Five. I you six. had six. I had five. Ty had five. And I think Ty was prepared to. No, Ty kept it at five after Hayward went out. Yeah. But I think we're all going to end up being wrong. Wow. It's just like here. Here's the, half right, it, like, I guess. if if we were if we were in like normal times and you know Boston, the Celtics were in Philly, you could see them win a game four. They're in front of their fans. You have Scott a little Foster. bit more. To, yeah, whatever. It doesn't <laughs> even the rest. Like you, you probably play with more pride because you're in front of your like Philly fans. Are brutal. We talked about that with Kai. Like they booing, whatever. But now you're in the bubble. You want you'd want to go home <laughs> see if it's three zero. You want to yeah. be out. You know I mean, saying? dude, dude, they're they, they friggin' shot. I just saw that someone tweet this out. Twenty nine point five percent from the floor. The Sixers did. You're an NBA. Yeah, you're a legitimate NBA team. How the hell does that happen? That's embarrassing. Not embarrassing. Unbelievable. Someone Unheard tweeted. Of. I saw a thing on Twitter. It was like, who would you build your team around? Simmons or Embiid? And I literally commented and said, "Can there be a neither option?" <laughs> <laughs> Dude, 29.5% from uh, the floor, 23.1% from three. I mean, He's at some a, point, oh, there's, there's there, I, I understand slumps, but at some point, there's an effort thing in there. Oh, no. 1,000%. You saw how they started the game? Al Horford, one for five from the floor, a whopping six points. At least he got 10 rebounds and a pair of blocks. But Tobias it's Harris, some, six just, of 19, 0 for five from three. Just an embarrass, this is an embarrassing effort. What it is. Tough well, day for Philly fans. I can't say I feel bad for them though. And yeah, best best thing best thing you gotta do now is close. You say you gotta close. You know, I think you know. Obviously, Toronto's gonna close out. So you yeah. want to close out so you can? Because I, I don't. I guess I don't know how they're gonna get some rest. Right, they get ample rest, just like a normal. Yeah, I would think they're so they're they're both gonna have to get rest because I don't think you can start that next series until so... the Bucks and um, the Heat Pacers are done. I think I thought they waited till everybody's out of the first round. Okay, um, it's at least it's at least got to be the Eastern Conference. You can't you, yeah. you can't start ahead of those guys. But yeah, maybe. I mean, with with what we saw the other night with the the um, the Lakers game, I gotta imagine that one's gonna end up going five. And now with if wow. Lillard's fingers hurt. Well, yeah, if he's really yeah, if he's really messed they put up. dude. You saw this. I forget going into what quarter. I think it was going into maybe halftime. But ever since the first quarter of game one, all the way into I think the second quarter of game two, every quarter the Blazers scored less fewer and fewer points. 
I mean, if yeah, the magic, the magic might have ran out. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, I hope it. I hope I'm wrong. But I think you talk enough shit, just enough shit. LeBron will will like wake up once in a while, and then Anthony Davis for that matter too. Yeah. No, I mean, I I think the Lakers just responding. I guess it, to me, like personally, like the series that is like you know mind boggling to me is the Denver Jazz one. Like, dude, mm. the Jazz, the Jazz. 30 piece them twice <laughs> like in a row like because you know like I, like I said the Lakers came back they responded from you know getting shellacked and mm-hmm. obviously the Blazers didn't play well but if you get shellacked two games in a row that's a little that's a little different right you know so right right be, it'd be interesting um you know going forward I mean the Mavs Clippers game that's on right now you know that's another decent series so I don't know I mean yeah. I can I, I just I just want like one series like I, like I agree with you, it's like the Magic Bucks. I think that series going five, even though the mm-hmm. Magic somehow won Game One. I just, yeah. I just want like you know competitive series. I just, I we started getting them, but then after a while, like I don't know. I've I've seen a lot of. It's blocks. still tough in that first round, man. It's still tough. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's I, you would have thought this normally this would have been a competitive one, and yeah, but the the Nuggets Jazz one though, you're right. The I'm yeah, I'm one. dude. Rudy Gobert was like. Shaq today. Oh my God! What the hell was going on with him tonight? <laughs> but even Donovan Mitchell too. We've questioned him a lot throughout the year, ever since Team USA and everything, where he was kind of yeah. a bit of a, a disappointment. And obviously, all the Mike Conley stuff. I know that the situation is a little bit different with him right now. Um, obviously, had a kid and everything, and um, and not being available. But I'm, I'm. Well, he was tonight, right? He was for the last. Yeah, game, he right? played. He played twenty-seven. Yeah, twenty-seven in played. that game. Yeah. yeah. So, but there, by and large, it's um. I'm I'm stunned. We just because we discount them going into this, and I like seeing I like seeing some life out of them. They have a they have a roster that I like. Yeah, so it's good to see it come I together. Agree. Without Bogdanovich uh, too. Yeah, I I mean I guess it sets up for the Eastern Conference. You know, you're assuming obviously Boston, <laughs> Toronto, and then Milwaukee Heat. That'd be that'd be a good series, man. I think the Heat are really good. Um, yeah, that one. I could see them watch. both going seven, but I think I think the Heat are going to be really tough for the Bucks. That one's gonna be a rough one. We, I think everybody's been saying that for a while. Yeah. Jimmy's not gonna just take it laying down. There's no way. <laughs> no. 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 But. All right. So game four. Um, maybe we're talking about a Celtics sweep on Sunday. That's at one. Hopefully. So we'll be live right after that. Anything else before we get rolling? They uh, they need to get the brooms out. We can't do a gentleman sweep. Can't. There do you it. go. Sounds like a plan to me. We will talk to you all then. What it do, baby? Yeah, you already know. I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to spend the night with it. Yeah. I just want to be all right with it. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Hey, I got no resolutions. I'm just hoping for some. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.